You're gonna get hooked on that thing. I can see it now. 16,000 bags of Cheetos later, you wake up, you're 35, you're overweight, you're crying about your life in front of the soaps. I just did you a favor. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there! Look up idiots in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me? No! The definition of the word idiot, which you fucking are. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! It's an inanimate fucking object. You're an inanimate fucking object! You dirt-eating piece of slime! You scum-sucking pig! You son of a motherless goat! You blithering, blundering, bull-nosed, blockheaded, pot-bellied, ham-fisted jackass! You are puked! You are the lowest form of life on earth. You are not even human fucking beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. You're the problem. You're the fucking problem. You fucking Dr. White, onking, jam rag, arking, spunk, bubble, fucking hoity toity, hey buddy, fucking. Hey, Nothing curse words, all right? Curse my sweaty balls, you fat fuck. In your general direction, your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberry. You're sitting there, you're wondering, do I have food on my face? Am I eating? Am I talking too much? Are they talking enough? Am I interested? I'm not really interested. Should I play like I'm interested? But I'm not that interested. But I think she might be interested. But do I want to be interested? But now she's not interested. So now all of a sudden, I'm getting, I'm starting to get interested. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response. Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole! Welcome, everyone. Time for another rant show. I'm Alan Sanders, hosting today's run through the things that run through us like the runny goo when we go off running our mouths. Joining me on today's episode are two other members of the 60MW podcast crew. First, and we've got to go by seniority here, let's welcome the Grand Poobah of the Loyal Order of Water Buffalo himself, the big toe of this sweaty foot we call 60MW, the head man in charge, Mr. Dave Robinson. Dave, welcome. Hello. I do like being um, compared to a big toe. That's nice. <laughs> you are. Really nice. Did you ever see Stripes? <laughs> Remember that? When he goes, let's all hear for Sergeant Hulka, our big toe. And he's like, let's just see how long it takes me to put my toe up your ass. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't want to see my big toe lately, mate. No chance. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I appreciate you joining us. It's been a couple of episodes since you were able to carve out some time for the Ranch Show, but I knew you were saving a couple of good ones mm -hmm. up, and we may actually let you open up here after I introduce our other guest. Oh, go on then. Go on then. I'll try. I have got my angry pants on ready. Oh, good. Mm. Angry pants are good. I, I call that my, uh, my they're always angry because my wife never wants to take them off. So, uh, <laughs> also joining us, and you heard him already giggling from the wings, is a man who loves to fill the air with the wafty ruminations of his own voice as he does his best to put a spotlight on his movie and TV reflections, afford a tidbit or two on the ABCs of gaming, add a wise thought of the few moments he has of the ABCs affording ahead while discussing entertainment with our big daddy D himself. It is none other than Chris Jellyman. Chris, welcome. Wow, what an underwhelming intro that was. That is... 
I mean, come on, you need to work on that a bit better. I mean, bloody hell, that was like a, a tongue twister. If I, 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 I couldn't keep up with what you were saying, but that was amazing. I just, I love coming on these shows just to hear your intros. So, uh, no, but great, thank you. And Dave, oh, we get to talk other than on the entertainment show, which is cool. I know, so, it's weird, isn't it? I tell you yeah. what's weird. I can see Alan in America. I'm looking at him now. You are. You're staring at me from across the pond, and it's suddenly making me feel a little creepy. It's like, Ugh. You'll see me taking out because I'm the only one without a camera. It's I'm definitely yeah, but I feel like you're still watching us. I, well, I am, and I'm masturbating as well. So, <laughs> oh, that's what I need to know. Yeah. All right. Well, it has been a little over a month or so, depending when this comes out, maybe as long as two months since our last rant show. We try to do them every uh, every couple of months or so just to kind of stay on top of what's going on uh, to, to set the ground rules. And I know, Dave, you kind of started off the uh, the ground rules with us a while back. But to remind the audience, it's a chance for us to kind of well go over some of the things that have just been really irking us, but we don't get into anything heavy or political necessarily. We may t- tangentially hit some of the wokeness of current culture and some of the out-of-context virtue signaling that takes place today. But we try to keep it as, I don't know, light and moving as we can while we're complaining our butts off about (laughs) things that drive us nuts. And Dave, you told me before we even started, you said, I have a few, I am ready to go. So I'm going to actually pitch the ball over to you and let you take the first swing at what is bugging you. Okay, I've got a couple. The first one, as we know, something's happened around the world that we don't really touch on the c word probably the only c word that we don't say on the show and people now they're slowly coming out of the shells and they're going out into the big wide world especially here in england well in the uk where we've had um what was dubbed freedom day and everybody went out (laughs) to do what they wanted to and one thing that i've seen that it seems a lot of people have forgotten what to do while they've been inside for 18 months is how to use a fucking rubbish bin because <laughs> we've had big events. People have started going to big events. England have played. People have been going to parks and all of this. And we've seen on the news. It is horrendous. People, they can carry really heavy bags full of beer and snacks and everything. That must weigh something that would shame weightlifters in a gym. And they'll carry them miles to the park. And then they'll consume all the beer and all the food and everything. But they can't carry empty bags or, you know, empty cans back to where they're going from. I was behind a guy. I was driving back from work the other the other day. I was behind a guy. He was on a bicycle and he'd got a carrier bag. You know, the plastic um, supermarket carrier bags that we have over here. And it was full of stuff. You could see there was cans in it and food and everything. And he took out a can and he started drinking it as he's biking along like this. <laughs> and he finished his can. Did he put it back in the bag? Or did he just toss it into the field as we went past it? Now, we've we've got a place here where we take Bodie for a walk, and we call it the Pretty Gates. And it is. They're very pretty gates. They're the gates to the castle that we've got here in Shirk. And it's a, you know, it's a nice beauty spot. The amount of people that go there to look at the beauty that we've got here and have a McDonald's, which is two miles away, and then chuck the fucking McDonald's packets out of the window while they're looking at the, the pretty gates that were pretty till there's like McDonald's shit every, <laughs> everywhere before they tossed it. People have forgotten how to use a bin. Now, want the big thing, apart from doing that, which really pisses me off, the, the big excuse I've heard for that on more than one occasion 
is people saying, well, if it wasn't for me, these street cleaners wouldn't have a job, would they? <laughs> what? <laughs> so by that very reasoning, thank fuck for serial killers and rapists keeping the police in work, isn't it? If you're, if you're going for that. <laughs> that is maybe the most self-indulgent, narcissistic, fucktard way to look at being a litter bug. I'm actually employing <laughs> yes. people. This is something that's good. They should be no, thankful. I don't think that the people who pick up the trash think the same way you do. It's, oh, mate, I'll tell you. If I went, I, I went to America. I've been there a few years ago. People know I love America. I was lucky enough I went to a couple of NFL games, as you know. The, the, the um, tailgating before a game. Huge over mm -hmm. there, isn't it? It's absolutely huge. Mm -hmm. We don't have it over here. All the tailgating went on, joined in, people as friendly as anything. I'm a Steelers fan. I went to an away game in Baltimore, and people that know about the NFL would think, oh my God, what the hell are you doing? But I think I got away with it because I'd got a big Welsh flag with me, and he thought, well, <laughs> he's from Wales, he's, you know, he's, he's no different. Really, really nice. And it was busy as hell. After the game, come out, it's really clean. Now, is that usually the case, Alan, after tailgating? Is it normally clean? Because if we had it here after a football game, it would look like a post-apocalyptic wasteland when you come out mm. after the game. It would be shit everywhere. Yeah. I got to tell you, in terms of football, especially college and pro football, people do tend to pick up after themselves mm. because they so enjoy the aspect of the tailgate. It almost becomes an event unto itself. And I am always surprised at how well kept mm. these rowdy football fans, U.S. football fans are. On the flip side, I have seen political rallies where depending on the event, you would think that, that Armageddon had rolled through whatever park <laughs> they were having the staging. And I'm like, wait a minute, you guys are protesting this, that, or the other thing. You would think that while you're there for your cause, you would also think keeping the environment and keeping the, the, your space clean Every place we go in America that has pub the public place has enough bins to throw your stuff away. Mm. And it's amazing how people will ignore that when they're at a rally. They'll just, woohoo, who cares? That's not what we're here for. We're here for something else. Oh, I have been fuming watching the TV. I taught my kids from when they were like an early age. You'd go into the town and if they'd go, you know, you'd buy them some, some sweets and they would carry a single sweet wrapper for hours until they found a bin. They wouldn't drop it on the floor. And the shit you see people throwing on the floor now has just been horrendous. <gasps> I've been angry, mate. I've been angry. I was just going to say to you, Dave, that was the one thing that I was taught, one of the things I was taught when I was a kid, was you always put your rubbish in your pocket. If there's mm. not a bin around, you know, you, it won't take you long before you happen upon one. Uh, but until that time comes, you put it in your pocket. And you hold it and you look, you know, and that's what I teach my kids. And, um, I, you know, there's, there's a, I don't know if they have it in America, but there's something called fly tipping um, is a term mm. in this country. And that's... They're way too small to knock over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't take it literally. No. Um, but well, we do have cow tipping. I live in the South. That's yeah. an actual thing. <laughs> it's not cow tipping, unfortunately. I'd like to try it's that. It's warming up for cow tipping. That's what it is. It's a warm up yeah. for it. But basically... Well, if you can master the, the fly, you've got yeah. cows down. <laughs> yeah. 
basically that is dumping rubbish on a large scale. So people getting bags of rubbish from their house, going down a country lane or somewhere that's secluded and just dumping their rubbish. Now it could be, like I said, bags of rubbish, mattresses, settees, sofas. Um, you know, it, it's just dumping on a huge scale, isn't it? And then we have that. It's it's a real big problem in this country that we have a, a lot of, um, you know, in, it, it's not just locally where I live. It's it's all over the place, isn't it, Dave? And it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know if you have that in, oh, well, I think you presume you do have it in certain parts of America, um, but it's just people actually just, I mean, I wonder how many fucking sofas do you have? <laughs> do you know what I mean? For people to dump them. I, I've got to ask some questions because now you, you're, is this like, when you say it's called fly tipping, which I'm trying to figure out why is it called that? And second, you mean they're doing this on purpose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honey, what do you want to do? Well, we've already binged Game of Thrones and the last season sucks so bad. Would you rather just take the sofa in the truck and then at some point randomly just throw it out the door? Sure. Is that <laughs> is that how it goes? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's like, because, you know, we have, um, you know, rubbish tips and dumps in this country, which, you know, you can take bulky household items to, or sometimes yeah. the council will collect them if you pay a fee, or, you know, sometimes it's even free. Do you know what I mean? You only have hmm. to pick up the phone sometimes for people to collect this. But honestly, the... the it is unreal. It's illegal. You know what I mean? It, people can get prosecuted for it. You can get fined £400 if you're caught f- dumping some rubbish. So, But yet it still happens. It is crazy. And so, yeah, I, I totally get where you're coming from, Dave. Like you said, since things have opened up, I mean, after the England game about a month ago in London uh, at Wembley, the amount of rubbish that's there, cans, litter, it's it's disgusting. I. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, it's unacceptable. There's no reason for it. Just fucking laziness mm. or, it, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, we've covered this before, but it's certainly worth circling around to is just the litter bug in general. I don't know what it is about where I live in my area, maybe because smoking is still popular to do in your vehicle, which I wouldn't understand that. I've never been a smoker, but I, I don't mind if people smoke. If it's your car, do what you want. But getting to the grocery store, Pulling into the parking spot, opening the door, grabbing the ashtray, dumping the ashtray in the parking lot, and then putting it back. Because, oh, dear God, I don't want that in my car. Now, I know I smoked all that shit into my lungs, and I ha- and I put it in the ashtray. But now that I'm here, it's time to empty it into the parking lot. I don't get that. Or those that won't even use the ashtray and just wind down the window and just flick it out as they're driving along. Yep. Drives me bananas. I have it's not hard. I know we live in our vehicles sometimes, at least we used to them. But for me, as much as I drive kids in the car, I've always managed to keep one of those, I don't know, little bags you get at the grocery store. (laughs) And it's so amazing. It doesn't take up much room. It's very, very light. And I can just shove a whole bunch of crap into it. And when it gets full, I'm like, time to take it out of my car and replace it with another one. Not hard. It's not hard. No. No. I should get an award, apparently, because I didn't realize how difficult it was for the average person. Yeah, it seems the average person, they think that a bag can carry, you know, full things, full of beer, full of food. (laughs) But when they're empty containers, no, can't use a bag for that. Can't possibly put it. It'll soil the the cans I haven't even opened. (laughs) 
So here's a bit of his history for you. So apparently the Oxford English, English, let me get my words out. Uh, it's a good job I didn't do your intro. The, I got a rant for people who can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> the Oxford English Dictionary points to the term on the fly being used around 1851 to mean on the move. So I'm guessing they put the two together. You know, it's people mm. who would take their vehicles out and then dump all their stuff. So that's where it comes from. Right. I have heard the phrase on the fly, like, yeah, you're, they're on the fly, they're on the run, they're on the lamb, but that means something different in Wales. Um, but <laughs> we have had uh, on the fly, but I've never... <laughs> It'll take you a second, oh. I know. I'll, I'll edit out the pause so that way you guys sound like you were right with me. <laughs> but the whole idea of fly tipping, I've never heard that. Um, I mean, I've heard people tipping over trash cans in people's yards, I mean, if you're angry at them. We do a thing actually. This is really this is really weird. Do you guys do? It's kind of talk about rabbit trails. Do you guys roll people's lawns using toilet paper to decorate the trees with with rolled toilet paper? Do you have that called rolling? Not really. No. You don't do that. Okay. We just go. So we just smash the windows. To be fair, <laughs> okay, you guys you can't do it right. We just use toilet paper. Yeah. We we waste everything that apparently became the commodity of choice all in 2020. But we'll <laughs> decorate someone's trees. But it's actually my uh, my girls as they became seniors. It's sort of like been the tradition for now decades in the school system that any incoming freshman high school girl to the high school my girls went to, the seniors as they were because that's their last year would get a list and would roll or toilet paper everybody's freshman girl's yard coming in. And if they missed one, it actually became, I can't believe you forgot my daughter. And it was so funny because you would think it'd be the exact opposite. Like, Thank God they didn't roll my yard. But no, that became a thing of passage. Everybody wanted you to, to wake up and know that two or three girls came over and spent a good half hour decorating your yard and trees with toilet paper. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, you definitely wouldn't have had that happen last year. So you guys take trash and you just like dump it. We take toilet paper rolls and (laughs) and throw it over trees and bushes and shrubs. Yeah. Crazy. Bit of a difference. Bit of a difference. But that that got me annoyed from the very beginning. But moving on from that, please, can we all agree on the extremely low bar that has now been set for you to be qualified to be a celebrity. Because <laughs> holy shit, you, can, you could be passing in the background of a news item and fart and you're a celebrity. It's ridiculous. <laughs> there are so many celebrity shows on today. Now, admittedly, I'm of a certain age. My celebrities are different to, you know, the generations below me. But, you know, there's celebrity. Harry Styles, I didn't grow up with him. He's a celebrity. I would say he's a celebrity. We all know who Harry Styles is. But there are so many now. I'll tell you, this is how you judge if you're a celebrity or not. If you need it to be explained in your introduction or on the poster, if you're in a show in the theatre or anything, of who you are and what you do, you are not a celebrity. You see, There's so many times on the shows it'll be celebrity whatever celebrity bath time because that'll probably be next and it'll be Mm -hmm. his it's emmerdale farms joe blogs if you have to say what you're from you're not a fucking celebrity are you come on it is ridiculous (laughs) and when you look i actually went just to get even more wound up i went onto instagram and was looking because i thought oh kim kardashian why is kim kardashian (laughs) a celebrity you're in america alan why is she a celebrity why has she got 235 million Instagram followers for doing 
what? I looked. I even looked to wind myself up even further onto her Wikipedia. And it said she came to prominence and uh, it was to do with, she was a friend of Paris Hilton, who, let's get it right, Mm -hmm. is a celebrity just for being, you know, a rich kid who made a sex tape. So Kim Kardashian was her mate. And then Kim Kardashian made a sex tape and then went on to be a celebrity that nearly a quarter of a billion people follow on Instagram. It is uh, celebrities. Is it the same in America? Yes. And I don't understand it. I don't understand influencers. I don't understand micro-influencers. I don't understand how everybody decides that if they're just outrageous enough or dumb enough or uh, try to figure out how to become one and they become so obsessed by it. I think half the mental health issues we're dealing with in that age range of the Gen Zers is because they don't get enough likes. There was a a news item on the news the other week because you were talking about mental issues then. There was a whole section, and I didn't know about this, of social media influences who specifically target people with mental illnesses. And there were a lot of them who pretend to have different mental illnesses there are people who pretend to have physical disabilities to target that people. It's like fucking what Eddie Murphy in Trading Places. You know the scene where he's like pretends he's got no legs and he's blind. <laughs> he may as well be a fucking social influencer now and say, "Oh, I'm a cripple. I'm blind and I got no legs." And he have millions of followers, and people would fall for that shit. Oh my god. It blows me. It is so interesting. We got a, vi- a a board game my daughter's bought, and I think it's a really cool board game because uh, I like trivia games. My wife loves trivia games. Our kids love it, and it's based in quadrants. There's four quadrants, and you have to move your piece all the way around the board like Trivial Pursuit, but each quadrant is a different generation. It goes boomers to Gen X to, Gen, uh, to millennial to Gen Z. I get to Gen Z, and I'm thinking there is not a question I can answer. One of them was, this influencer became popular because they took the lipstick brand of Maybelline to the next level. I'm like, what? <laughs> I get questions like first man to walk on the moon, right? Like actual historical hmm. events, things that are worthy. <laughs> and they're getting, can you name the influencer that took this lipstick to the next level? Like, uh-huh. Or the meme that became really popular was also called what? And like uh, a dancing frog. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But there's programs over here. There was one called Gogglebox, isn't there, Chris, that started where it was just, it was people, it was just Joe Bloggs and his wife or whoever sat next to them watching the television. I mean, that's not great TV to begin with. Let's watch people watching the television. So then these people, (laughs) these ordinary people off the street, then become celebrities. (laughs) Big brother, big brother, people chucked into there. Let's watch people being arseholes. And then they're a celebrity. (laughs) No. You know what's crazy, though? And I hate to admit this. I have gone all in on movie reaction channels on YouTube. (laughs) I can't help it. I get so sucked into these kids. I say kids. They're in their 20s. And like, I'm going to watch Ghostbusters for the first time. I'm going to watch Jaws for the first time. And I'm going to film myself reacting. But at least they'll put parts of the movie so you feel like you're watching the movie with them. It's kind of cool when they're done well, because then I feel like I'm getting my first ever rewatch, even though I know it, to see someone's reaction. But I'll be honest, this, the crap on TV is so, there's, there's nothing I care for really anymore, that that's actually more interesting to me to watch a reaction <laughs> video than I am to watch the actual movie sometimes. But would you call those people who are reacting to the films, would you class them as a celebrity? 
No, no, no. But you know what? Some of them are going over a hundred thousand subscribers, and they're making their daily income because they have become monetized by the YouTube platform. What? There are ads that pop in, and and I'm thinking, if I tried it, I'd be lucky if I get twelve people who would be, who would care <laughs> my for my opinion. I get a millennial who from from Tennessee who has never seen a single movie from the '80s. She's got a hundred and some thousand. She does box opening now Saturdays with the number of people who randomly just send her stuff simply because she's cool to them and they just want to be her friend and they just randomly send her stuff. And so she does box openings. Now, I don't watch those. I'm not that bored. But I am amazed. You know what? The, I, I, on the flip side, as a rant, I totally understand this notion of fame and celebrity. Too many people want it, but I'm a capitalist at heart. If someone has figured out how to make their daily income to survive by simply watching movies and posting their reactions... God love them. I wish I thought of it. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair play to them. But to be classed as a celebrity yeah, is... Yeah, I don't... I, no, I don't I, call... I, I, I don't know. They may, they may have a, a successful YouTube channel. Hmm. I don't know that I'd remember that person's name five years from now when they finally stopped doing what they're yeah. doing. It's you, Chris. You mentioned on the last rant show, and you said uh, that you thought the world had moved on so much that you thought you didn't fit into it. Because, you know, the use of oh, kind regards and all that bollocks. <laughs> don't you give me your kind I, regards i'm like i'm ready to jump off i don't recognize anything <laughs> now it's like what the fuck's going on <laughs> it's weird it is so weird how things change so quickly as well yeah i was just thinking exactly that when you were just explaining that and, and then it kind of made me think about like the things that my daughter watches on youtube you know and she wants to be a youtuber a youtube star and it's just like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, fuck me. I, I just, I mean, when I was a kid, don't get me wrong, you know, I, I sort of fantasized about, you know, being an actor or, you know, being in Star Wars or whatever. But it's just, I think YouTube's changed it all, hasn't it, for kids? Mm, and, and I think yeah. look, it is really, it can be really damaging for them if they don't I agree. get what or achieve what they they think you know that they they should get like you said there's there's only so many people that get thousands and thousands or even millions of of viewers or likes or whatever mm. and if they don't achieve that then well what's wrong with me you know what i mean that's the thing isn't it that's what they will mm -hmm. think of and then they'll, they'll start having negative feelings and thoughts about themselves and it's just spirals out of control i mean i've just been having a look you know you talking about influencers i fucking hate that term it's so annoying oh, me too. um but anyway there's this i mean there's one there's a documentary on bbc about um this woman called Belle Gibson, the influencer who lied about having cancer. I mean, how fucking low can you get? Jesus. Do you know what I mean? That's bad. It's, that's pretty awful. Yeah. But it's, yeah. There are stories like that all the time. People feel for whatever reason that they're justified in saying that to gain the sympathy. And it's almost like they've gone so far into the lie, they don't know how to pull themselves out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that's a psychological problem. That is a mental health problem. But instead, you know, we live in an age now where there are no, you know, the mental health problems is you calling out people for having mental health problems. Actually, everybody's normal. We're the ones that are weird. So just recognize that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Every odd behavior that we always thought I was like, isn't that odd? No. Who are you to call that odd? That's good for them. So it's okay. Well, it's why we have laws. It's why we kind of agreed as society that we would have certain things that we would consider acceptable. You know, I'm not going to get into some of the things that, let's say, priests like to do. But I mean, as soon as that becomes like normal case, then we got a problem. Yeah, yeah, just don't make them celebrities while they do it. That'll be <laughs> like that old joke. Why are all altar boys have their hair uh, split down the middle? 
because the priest is always going, that's very good. Sorry. See, that's a visual. People are going to either get it or not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just saw one. you demonstrate it, Alan. So Yeah, you did. <laughs> that was a bit creepy. Yeah. yeah, he did it too well for my liking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going straight to hell, man. Oh, I, I, I think that's a great um, rant. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if there is an answer. I don't know what we do. What's going to be the next level? Like, how do you top what we're seeing today? And that's the problem. Everybody wants to try to outdo what got the last group or the last person or whatever, or niche famous. It used to be you had to at least have a talent mm. to maybe earn your way mm. into celebritydom, whether it was being an actor, a singer, a performer, an athlete. Now, reacting to a movie can get you 100,000 followers just because you watched a movie and talked about it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know where we go from here. I guess... Buckle up, baby. It's going to be a fun ride. <laughs> Let's record another rant show in about 20 years, and then it'll be here. <laughs> we'll keep an eye on this yeah. one. And I can be here and shake a stick. Those damn youngsters uh, and their VR I remember, world. I remember. I wish we'd just bring the influencers back. At least I sort of understood that. <laughs> remember when people made videos? <laughs> now, we've got a, now we plug that shit into our brains, and we experience it like we're there. That's wrong. Why can't we all just read a book, for God's sake? What's a book? Yeah, what what is a book already? Remember those things before Kindles? I don't. I don't want to be that person that's on the rocking chair on my front porch going. I just don't. But I mean, I can't help it. I feel like it's like that must be the life cycle, and I and I can't because I'm still act like a freaking like a kid so often. My my wife yells at me, so I keep thinking maybe I am still a kid. Then I look at these kids and go. No, I'm not <laughs> no. them. I don't know what I am, but I'm not them. Yeah, it's shocking, mate. It is shocking. So, yeah, mm. don't don't litter. And what happened to celebrities there? We can always come back and touch some of these, but I do want to make sure we try to keep track of time. So, Chris, I'm going to head on over to you for your rant of the day. What is on your mind? Okay, so uh, to be fair, I've been quite a happy place. So I was thinking, oh, I always have this little worry in my mind. So mo- you were alone and naked? <laughs> I was always thought that's my happy place. <laughs> this worry about oh, I'm doing a rant show in a few days. I've got nothing to rant about. Um, but then you know what? It doesn't take long before something fucking annoys you. Um, so we went uh, recently. We've been to a couple of theme parks, and you know we've uh, enjoyed going to them. And what do you do? What's the main thing you do other than go on rides when you go to a theme park? Generally, throw up. No. <laughs> No, queue up, Eat. queue up for them, queue up, queue for the up. Rides. Yeah. There you go, mm-hmm. queue up, queue up. So uh, lots of queuing, and that's to be expected, you know. And I've got a a four and a nine year old, and they are impatient. It's kids, yeah, they're kids that you know they they get impatient, don't they? They sort of when when are we there? You know, are we there yet? You know, how long is it going to be? And it's like okay, well, this is what happens. You go to a theme park, you queue up for an hour, and then you go on a ride that lasts about a minute. That's that's life, you know. But you have fun <laughs> while you're doing it. Um, but still, the queuing isn't the problem because, you know, we're British and we do. That's that's the thing that, hmm. that us, us British do, isn't it? We queue and uh, we don't generally complain about it. But the thing that pissed me off that I saw a lot of were queue jumpers. <gasps> oh. Yeah. And mm. this goes back to the littering thing. You know, you, I was anyway, I was taught things when I was a kid growing up, you know, that I take, I, I'm a core values, if you like, you know, it's, you know, respect your elders. It's, it's 
don't litter and it's don't jump in queues because mm. that is like rude, you know, and it's really disrespectful to the people that have been fucking queuing for ages and ages. But still, so anyway, I, I, perhaps slight mitigation. I don't know where you guys sit on the fence with this or what your views are. I'll ask you in a second. But what it tended to be, I saw, was that there'd be kids when i like what you said earlier on alan about kids they're sort of like teenagers you know their families were still standing in the queue and then they would come at some point and go in front of you and rejoin their family they hadn't been standing there for the last 30 40 minutes so they must have been doing something um but then they go in front of you and then there's uh, uh potentially other parents with their children who will then go and join their family uh you know in front of you now that annoyed me <laughs> Because again, <laughs> it's like, well, if you leave the queue, you go back to the back of the queue. You don't mm. rejoin the point where you left it because you've give, essentially given up your spot. That's then, you know, sorry, but okay, if your kid, whilst you're in the queue, needs the toilet, well, tough shit. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> again, you ask them before you join a long queue, do you need the toilet? That's what I do. If you I know this might sound like I'm being a bit harsh, but again, if you go on a long car journey or if you go on a, even a, a, you leave the house, you ask the kids, do you need the toilet? If you, you know you're going to be standing around or doing something for a while, 30 to 40 minutes or an hour, you ask the kids, do you need the toilet? Now, kids are deceptive little bastards because even then they'll say, no, I don't need the toilet. And then five minutes later, I need a wee. Um, so, you know, you then have to re, you know, reiterate, do you need the toilet? Look, we're going to be standing here for a while. So the annoying thing for me was that whatever these people were doing, I'm just assuming that their kids needed the toilet, but whatever, they, they jumped the queue. They, they left the queue. They then rejoined it. Now, particularly in theme parks, they are taking the space that other people could have. So that's the thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, if there's two, three or four of them, which was the case with one particular family, fuck me. I mean, you're taking the piss with that. And it's like, well, <laughs> no, you are taking up essentially one cart or one car on the roller coaster. So that means that I have to wait even longer. So I was annoyed about that. Now, here's, uh, if you like, I, I will sort of say, you know, how strongly I feel about this. We went to a swimming pool recently and they got some slides and stuff. Now, my, my youngest daughter was feeling a bit sort of like, wary of it but by the, by the time we got to the front of the queue ready to go down the slide she said i don't i don't want to do it so i didn't force her i thought about pushing her down but we i said look <laughs> yeah you'd be going uh, sorry no no it's like well okay right we'll we'll come back we'll come, come back to it in a minute so we we left we walked down the stairs we had a little chat about it and then we walked back up the stairs we didn't go to the front of the fucking queue where we, we were at the first place we went to back to the back back of the queue and i said to her look are you sure about this because we are going to have to rejoin the queue and do it all over again and she said that's fine so and that's a little life lesson for her because what else are you teaching them if you're teaching the kids it's okay. Jump the fucking queue. It doesn't matter. Sorry, I'm swearing a lot with this one because it's really aggravated me. Um, but anyway. That Can I tell you the way I was raised that even as an adult now where I think I could get away with jumping in queue or let me say this better. When I realize maybe I've accidentally cut in line, which is what we call it here, cut in line, I'll look, I'm like, oh my God, were you guys here? I am so sorry. Mm. Go ahead. And I will let people back mm -hmm. in front of me. Absolutely. I am so aware 
that I might have just wa- I get it. I'm distracted. I'm in conversation. There's a gap because the people that were in line were also having a conversation. They didn't pay attention. The line moved. I think maybe they're not in line. I come up and all of a sudden they give me that look. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Were you guys in line? I'm so I'll get behind you. My bad. Almost always never a problem. And on the flip side, whenever a kid comes up and goes, hey, my mom's up there. Is it okay if I, as long as you're asking, I have never once gone, no kid, get to the back of the line. I've been like, oh, sure. At least ask. But when you, when you don't even have the courtesy, that's what pisses me mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Just ask. Yeah. So that, that annoyed me. That was, that's probably my biggest rant I've had since the last time we spoke was just, um, you know, people jumping in front of you. Like you said, hey, just have a bit of common courtesy. You know, it's just, yeah, annoying. Be aware. Well, isn't, doesn't that kind of go with what Dave was saying? Are how many people are just not self-aware? They just don't understand where they fit. Mm-hmm. They just don't. They think that there's something that they're not, or they want to be something that they can't be, but they still think they'd, they're owed it. They, they, I deserve it. Why? Well, because someone else is it. Well, well, but maybe they worked for it. Well, it doesn't matter. I still want it too. It's just like, nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to earn it. They just want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And the thing is, like, you know, um, through work and stuff, like I've said this to you before, um, not to get too preachy, but, you know, when I first started, when I was 16 years old, I was like 37 pounds a week. And that included my bus fare. Do you know what I mean? I had to get travel expenses out of that. But the biggest question that you like, you'll you'll um, ask or you'll hear from people nowadays is, well, what's in it for me? <laughs> <laughs> You know, and that's so annoying. I mean, we talked about this before when I think I called up mm-hmm. your radio show, Alan, about, you know, kind of work experiences and stuff. And it's not always the the money you earn. It's the experience you get, isn't it? That's, I don't know why mm-hmm. I've gone off on a tangent here. But anyway, <laughs> we got from Q-Jump into fucking that. Sorry. But um, yeah, anyway, and that, that really aggravated me. But there is, on a similar note with the Q-Jumping, though, you know when you're queuing up to go into a concert somewhere? And this, uh, specifically, it's an all-seater concert place. No standing whatsoever. Everybody's got the ticket. You know what seat you're going you're gonna to go to. And everybody's queuing up outside. You've got their early, whatever, traffic, whatever. People queuing up to go outside. Doors open. There's a mad scramble to get in and to get into there. And it's... <laughs> to your assigned seat. Why are you doing that? <laughs> your seat's there. You're not going to get a better space because you're pushing and shoving through everybody and trying to get to the front. You've got your seats. But people still do that too. I don't understand that. I, one of the greatest things that's happened in the last couple of years was being able to buy your movie ticket seats oh, with assigned seating. Yeah. Mm. I don't have to worry. I can go... Three weeks before I know I'm going to go to the movies, I'm like, we're, art, we're allocating this date, this time. I'm beginning my, my, the seats I want, bought them. I can show up five minutes before the movie starts. Those seats are waiting for me. That's the best thing in the world. Yeah. No, no queuing, no pushing, no shoving. I've got assigned seats. <laughs> but I love have that. You, I love have you that got bet there, though? Yeah. Have either of you got there with your assigned seat and there's people sat in your seat? Oh, yeah. Well, they're, they're getting ass handed to them. I'm getting them out of that seat. <laughs> I'm an American. I've, I'm rude. I'm going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Can't you read? <laughs> then I almost always, I'll tell you this, side and side, side rant. Every time I think I can get away with being like the typical jackass, it usually ends up me being wrong when I would, I would be the one going, what's the matter? Can't you read? And like, uh, oh, sorry. It's, I'm on the wrong road. <laughs> that would be me. I'd be like, damn it. That's why I just don't say anything. I've got um, a small rant, but maybe Dave will, I don't even know if Dave, I mean, maybe he will, maybe he won't. Chris, you're just a little younger, but not by much. Do you ever remember, and and I'm going to set the stage, 
when you would have like a sleepover and did you guys hear that sort of rumor that if you kind of got a cup of warm water and when someone was asleep in the sleeping bag, if you put their hand mm-hmm. in it, it would make them pee in their, in their sleeping bag. Yeah. <laughs> but it never worked, did it? <laughs> no, no, I've never heard that before. No, it never Have worked, you heard right? Of that one, Chris. We tried oh, yeah, that yeah. over and over and over. I tried it on my brother. We always used to try, but everybody had this rumor. I don't know what happened when I turned 50, but all of a sudden, I'm thinking to myself, as I'm getting ready to like maybe wash my hands, I'm like, I could maybe go to the bathroom, but I don't really have to go. And then I start going warm water. I'm like, oh my God, I got to go. <laughs> when, when did age suddenly pull the oh. trick of what we used to do at eight and nine-year-olds to a 50-year-old bladder? This, oh, mate. So it was my birthday. It was mine and Chris's birthday in July. So I was, I am now, as we sit here today, and it pains me to say it, I am four years away from being 60, right? <laughs> I like how you're saying it. You're not saying, I'm going to be 60. I'm four I'm years still away. four years away, which is <laughs> fucking insane because in my head i'm like 22 at the oldest yes but my body is going as much as you try to deny it there's things happen especially to your insides so there's some Mm -hmm. nights before obviously you think as as a youngster you go to bed you get up in the morning that's it you've had a night's sleep fair enough Mm -hmm. uninterrupted uninterrupted (laughs) you don't have to think oh i'd better need that last wee before i go to bed just to be safe (laughs) So there's some night, I rejoiced the other night. I went all night. Didn't have to go for a pee in the night. The night before, three fucking times my bladder got me up. Three. What a bastard. I was cursing the fucker. I'd only been to, I'd only been to sleep the first time an hour. One, how much piss can you make in an hour? I'll tell you. Fucking loads of it. Oh, I... I want to find out what happens when you cross the 50-ish threshold that your bladder can fill up instantaneously without having had anything to drink since the last time you had to pee. Look at this. Where is it coming from? I've had that. I'm holding up a mug to the camera. That was full Mm -hmm. of coffee when we started. And you get to the age where you think... Should I have this when recording? Is it going to get to an hour or two? Am I going to need to piss? It's, oh, man. I want to know the physics behind the aging human body that I could take a glass, much like you just showed me, a cup full, like maybe to here, of maybe eight ounces. I can pour eight ounces into me. Now, if I were to scientifically do this, get up in the middle of the night and pee into that, it would go over the top (laughs) of that cup. (laughs) And then I'd go, okay, well, I must be done. Three hours later, I'm like, what the hell? I could fill it up again. What's going on? It's like, what? I never had that. That has never happened to me. And now all of a sudden, like just the slight tinge of having to take a leak and then put warm water in my hands. Like, holy shit, I better have some Depends on. I'm going to water my own pants. That's not cool. Well, I'm running around acting like I'm a 12-year-old most of the times. I, my wife gets so mad that I'm so immature with my joking and my sarcasm. I still love the movies that I grew up with and would rather mm, do that. Mm-hmm. I act like a complete idiot. I am not in any way a professional person nine times out of ten. And yet, the body has decided, we're going to play this trick on you. Yeah. We're going to have a, a weird scientific bladder that changes its size on a whim. Yeah. And why the fuck have my ears suddenly decided... On the inside of my ears, let's grow loads of hair in there. <laughs> Why? I've got this right, nose hair. Everybody's got nose hair. And there is a reason why you've got nose hair. But a few years ago, there is one particular hair. 
and it grows, <laughs> it grows at an insane speed. You would swear there's a tarantula's leg sticking out of one nostril. <laughs> and I have to clip it. Like every few weeks, I have to clip my nose hair. You get like the miniature flea ski jump for like their yeah. Winter Olympics coming out of your nose. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that happens when you get older is just... I caught myself doing this. I remember my dad when he was a little bit older. I always asked, why in the hell do you have to make so much noise just sitting down? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, why do you, I mean, like, Like, why do you do that, dad? There's no reason. The other day, I swear, now granted, I had been outside trimming shrubs and doing a bunch of stuff. I was really tired. I came in and went, I was like, Oh dear God, I just did what dad used to do. I just grunted sitting down into a freaking chair. Like, like that was my most physical thing to do. Like, oh yeah, yeah. chair. I don't <laughs> like what the hell? I didn't consciously think I'm gonna pretend to be my dad. It just came out mm-hmm. all on its own. And that that's bugging me. It's bugging me because. We are more fit at our ages than our parents were at our ages mm, this time. Yeah. If you look at pictures of our parents when they were like 45, 50, mm, 60 years mm. old, they look like they were now 70 and 80 compared. Like we are just better conditioned as human beings. We have better nutrition. We got better exercise. We are just in a better place. And yet there are these things like, and I know I'm ranting on getting old and I don't want to because I don't want to think about the idea of being older, but I can't help it. What is it? Do we have so much in our brains by this point in time that I say to myself, I have to go to the other room because something is there that I need. I know what it is when I go to stand up. As I cross into that room, I stare wondering where (laughs) am I? What what am I doing here? What am I supposed to be getting? I was sitting in my computer room. Something triggered me to say, you need to go to the family room and get X, whatever X Mm. is. On the way to getting X, I'm sitting there staring in the room going, I, um, I forgot why I'm here. (laughs) I don't even understand what happened. What I did. I wasn't thinking of anything else. You would have thought, how far did I really walk in my, it wasn't like I did a three mile Mm. journey and had all these things that I walked maybe 30 feet. Where did the thought go? And I have figured it out. I think the thought is right back in the chair that you left because the minute you sit down, you're like, oh shit, I remember now. And you got to go back and go get it. What the fuck is that? What is that? That's a great point. Why does it always go back in your head when you return to where you came from? Why? It's, 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 I've left it. I think what it is is I, I got up so fast, the idea was too slow and it sat in my chair and said, well, I'll wait for him to come back. <laughs> and it's invisible, by the way, Chris, because if I come back into my room and just stand there, I still don't know mm-hmm. why I left. But I'll sit back down, make the noise. Like, oh, shit. Now I remember. And get back up. <laughs> See, I'm, it's the most fucked up thing in the world. And it didn't. Like, I'm not even conscious of it until I think about it after. I'm like, oh, dear God, I'm starting to do the exact same things I used to make fun of my dad over. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm 45. So I and I'm starting to experience sort of like these things now, particularly the getting up for, for peas in the middle of the night. Uh, like you said, That's a fun one. I'm telling you that you think. I got so so lack of sleep when my kids were little because they would get up every two hours. Now you've got your bladder waking you up every two hours. Isn't that fun? <laughs> That's it, because I like to have a cup of tea in the evening. You know what I mean? But then it's like, oh, no. If, I know if I have another cup of tea, I'm going to be up peeing for like three, four times a night. Um, yeah, so I get all of that, and I totally get all of the your mind going blank. I've even had a conversation with Kay where I've said... 
I swear I'm losing my mind. I'm. I swear <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm developing early onset. You know, dementia or, or something because it's just. It's like, what the hell am I doing? You know what I mean? I think for me, right. it tends to be moments of, of when I've got a lot going on and stress and other things. Uh, you do, you think of something, think, oh, I'll do that. And then like seconds later, it's like, oh shit, what was I doing? Um, yeah, I, I am starting to experience those things. Uh, and by the way, I don't know if this is happening to you guys. It's not just the physical, I need something in the other room. I have been in the middle of editing a podcast the thought enters my mind. I need to check my inbox because I was waiting for a client to email me about a possible whatever. So as I'm thinking I need to check my email, I'm like, well, let me just do one more edit. I finish the edit and then I stare at my screen and go, what was I going to do again? (laughs) I haven't even left. I did that today. I did that exact thing today. (laughs) I've done this. I've gone, okay, I need to check something on my phone. I'll do it as soon as I finish. I go, bop, 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 bop. I pick up my phone and I just stare at it. I'm like, what was I going to do? Was I going to check my bank or was I going to email? Was I going to have to text? The fuck? I knew. I picked up. It's in my hand. So I must have needed to do something. And I'm like, I'm yelling at myself. What? What? Give me a sign. (laughs) Give me something on my phone. Pop up. Just let me know what I'm. Tell me. Whisper. (laughs) It's crazy. It's like maybe because we've got so much in our heads by the time we get this age, Mm -hmm. that it's like a DVR. At some point, you got to push something out that you just left in there that you never watched before. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's messed up. Maybe it's too much drinking. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I guess that my rant is more about just what the fuck is going on with my body. That's it. Why do your ears (laughs) never stop growing? What's with, I don't know. What's that about? I heard that that is something that even after you die, you're in the grave that they can continue to be bigger until you rot. Why can it, why can it crazy? Why can it be a cock? Why can it be a cock? Never (laughs) stops growing as you get older. I would have been happy if it had gone through its first growth spurt, <laughs> let alone extra. <laughs> and you know, when, it, when somebody goes, oh, that's a cute little guy. That's, that's not good for me. I don't, that, that's not going to help. The rest of the evening is ruined already at this point. I don't care. <laughs> oh, it's cute. No, don't. No, no. It's, it's massive. No. <laughs> wow. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. That was like a scene from Paranormal Activity then, Alan. Your camera went yeah. flying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, it's my wife's spirit saying, don't you dare put that out there. That's not for us to talk about. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we have gone through our share of rants. We always have a would you rather to play. But before I head to that, as we start to move to the back half or a back segment, anything else? Any, I mean, we've kind of gone along the way, but anything else that you guys had that you wanted to bring up or anything that popped in your head since we started? No, no, not for this one. Not for there's me. there's no, always all stuff. Good. Yeah, there's always stuff to rant about, but I think uh, I, I got the two main ones out that I wanted to get out. All right. yeah. Well, we'll just we'll just have to schedule a time to do it again uh, in about a month or so. Mm. How about that? Yeah, be good. All right. We always like to play Would You Rather. It gives us a chance to let the audience play along, too, as they're listening to the show. I try to tailor these for the guests, so I'm going to go to Chris first to open this one up. We'll all go through it, but we'll alternate between uh, Chris and Dave as who has to answer first. Chris, would you rather be able to talk with the animals or speak all foreign languages? Ooh. Would you rather be Dr. Doolittle or have sort of like your own Rosetta Stone in your head? Ooh, I like this. See, this is this is the game where I uh, make a decision and then immediately regret it as soon as, as, as a... See, if I go first, you wouldn't know how to play, so that's why you got to go first. Oh, damn you. Um, I think as fun as it would be to uh, be able to talk, can I talk back to the animals or can I just listen to them? 
to be able to talk with the animals right. or speak all foreign languages? Uh, no, I'm changing my mind as I speak. Uh, I'm going to go with talking to animals. I wasn't originally thinking it'd be nice to have uh, be able to, to speak in different languages, but I'm thinking, how often am I going to get to do that? <laughs> so, um, and, you know, there's always animals around, isn't there, you can chat to. Um, you, know, you can get them to spy on people and talk to them about stuff. And, and yeah, that'd be quite funny, I guess. But then also, w- would they have the intelligence to be able to sort of talk to... I'm sorry, I'm talking to myself out a bit. No, I'll go with my first one. I'll talk to animals, because that sounds like fun. <laughs> you talked to a squirrel, I was like... Hey, hey, squirrel, how are you? Nutsack. Yeah, well, that's it. What, they, what, they, what would the, the things they would be able to talk to me about? It's like, you know, talk to a pigeon. Oh, have you done anything fun today, pigeon? Just Who, me? Who? Yeah, but what, what if all the animals just told you to fuck off? That would be, that'd be terrible. Every animal you go to, hi, squirrel, yeah. fuck off. We hate you, Chris. That'd be great. <laughs> you hear them. They're like, oh, they're talking to us again. Yeah. <laughs> such primitive beasts. They're, they're, they're riding you. Oh, now he thinks he can communicate with us. What a fucking ape. <laughs> what about you, Dave? Would you rather be able to talk to animals or speak all foreign languages? You know what, mate? This is a no-brainer because for years I've... You know that thing if you could have a superpower? It's normally, would, mm-hmm. would you like to fly or would you like to be invisible? I would definitely want to speak every language that you, that you could speak. Easily, I think it'd be great. You could you could earn lots of money from it. You'd be you could, if you wanted fame from it, you could do that. You could you could have fun with it because we're in Wales, and now we're in North Wales. If you go to South Wales and you walk into a pub or something like that here, you're well in South Wales. And I've had it happen. You go in and you'll speak, and they go, "Oh, he's he's not from around here. He's not Welsh." He's a, you know, he's, he's, he's just one of these people who lives in Wales. And then they immediately start talking in Welsh and you can't understand them. The amount of fun you could have walking into pubs and clubs worldwide, just pretending to be a dumb Englishman and not speak their <laughs> language and then come out with stuff would be great. Yeah, I think it'd be good. Definitely foreign languages. Well, I'm going to side with Chris. Not that I don't think that was cool, Dave, but I think I could, if I'm talking animals, I could probably make my meal, meal ticket as well and probably be famous for that. <laughs> but I have gotten to the point in my life where I have more fun and more enjoyment and feel more love. And, and I'm not worried about them stabbing me in my back from my own dogs and my own pets than I am with most people I run into. And to be, to be able to now have full on conversations where they can talk back because I do have conversations with them anyway. Mm-hmm. I think being able to talk to animals would be the coolest thing in the world. I would love to be Dr. Doolittle. That would be cool, knowing what Bodie would say to me. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe I'm best not knowing what he would say to me. I keep saying, scratch my balls, and you won't do it. <laughs> yeah. like, or he, I'm glad I didn't know. If he'd, he'd probably turn around to you, Dave, and say, oh, Dave, I love it when you watch me while I'm shagging my toy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get off on it. <laughs> It'd be weird. <laughs> oh. Wish you could do this just in the middle of the floor anytime you wanted, I bet. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you humans in your inhibitions and clothing. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to die. Hold on. Got the wheeze cough going on. All right. All right, Dave, we'll go to you. Would you rather become someone else or stay you? But if you have to, if you say someone else, who and why? Is this for the rest of my life? 
or um it's, I, know oh, I didn't oh, think about it when I wrote oh, it. Is it oh is it <laughs> I completely become someone I'll say yes for the rest of your life you have to become someone else or just stay you but if you decide you want to be someone else who and why um I'd I'd stay me I would stay me um because if you if you turn into somebody else because you'd think you'd pick you'd pick somebody I don't know with money you wouldn't pick somebody. You wouldn't pick. Oh yeah, I want to be that homeless guy that I passed in the street, would you? <laughs> you know? Maybe the smelly bum yeah. in the park. <laughs> Imagine if it's like a lucky dip. You can be somebody else, but it's a it's Russian roulette. Who you're going to pick? That wouldn't be any good. But no, even if you could pick who you're going to be, I because you don't know what shit's going on in their life, do you? You better. That's off, true. That's the that's the thing. You could think, oh yeah, they've got it easy, and then you find out that. I don't know. Anything could be happening. They they could be really ill and you don't know mm-hmm. about it. No, I would definitely stay me. Yeah. I couldn't, because Tina will listen to this show. I obviously say that because I, you know, I'd have to stay with Tina. How would I, why do I want to swap anything <laughs> for my life with Tina there? Well, to be Aww. fair, if you, I'm trying to think of who Tina, Aww. Tina fancies, who, who, what, what actors, uh, who's that? Oh, she's what? got such an eclectic mix of this, this Chris Hemsworth. Oh, there you go. Um, you could be Chris Momoa. Hemsworth. I'm sure she'd be happy with that, Dave. Peter Dinklage. I'm sure she'd she want would me to take be Peter you in because man. now your hammer really does swing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know that line, how hangs the hammer? Yeah, <laughs> you would know. <laughs> All right, Chris, um, would, you rather be, uh, would you rather be someone else or just stay you? Okay, so when I was a kid, when I was younger, it was Harrison Ford, hands down. I would have, you know, because, you know, it, I didn't see him as Harrison Ford. He was Han Solo or Indiana Jones. Um, but now this is a corny answer, but it's true. And I agree with Dave. I'd like to be, still be myself. Um, I've learned to like myself over the years. I didn't, it was a period of my life where I didn't particularly. Um, but, you know, uh, through experience and life and, and confidence and all those other things. Uh, yeah, I, I'm quite happy with my life. I don't think I'd swap it with with anybody or anyone, you know, rich or famous or, or otherwise. Um, there'll probably be a porn star or somebody that will come to mind <laughs> in a minute. But no, I'm, <laughs> I'm quite happy with who I am, I think. I think we are going to be in three-way. Ooh, a three-way ooh, agreement. Ooh. I feel much like you, Chris. I probably had you asked me this 20 years ago. I would have gone with some star, some actor. But, you know, I figure... Much like you, I'm very happy with myself, and um, I can't think of anybody I've had sex with more than me, so uh, <laughs> I know what works for me. I know what I like. Um, no, in all seriousness, I, uh, I can't imagine being someone else, and I think there was some, I think it's a Jewish proverb that said, if you brought everybody, or maybe it's a story that's told kind of in, the, in, in, in Jewish circles, if you were to go to like a stadium and everyone could put their name in a hat and you could randomly pick anyone's name then back out of the hat and then take on everything that about that person their their the good the bad everything that everyone would suddenly want their name back that once you discovered what somebody else is carrying you'd be like oh I can't I don't know how you deal with it I'd rather have my own problems mm-hmm. at least I knew how to deal with my shit you know <laughs> and I think kind of like what you said Dave you just you're comfortable with who you are at this point. Yeah. So I'm the same way. Yeah. There's that saying, isn't there? The, the, the grass is always greener on the other side. Or yep. Yeah. And it's not always the case, is it? It's it's very rarely. I always think about that when I see somebody going, "Oh my God, look how hot she is!" I'm like, you know, no matter how hot the woman, there's always some dude thinking, "I'm so ready to be done with that bitch." So <laughs> <laughs> you just look at Hollywood breakups. 
no matter what, someone is sick and tired of putting up with that. So mm-hmm. yeah, learn to learn to value what you've got because spending your time worrying about what's over on the other side, you'll end up probably being more miserable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, would you rather be a kid your whole life or an adult your whole life? Uh, mm, that's an interesting one. Um, because my, well, my my initial thoughts are I be. Being a kid is fun, but you are restricted on a lot of things you you, you can't do. Can't, you know, you can't go and watch um, an R-rated or an 18-rated movie or, or uh, you know, you can't go to a pub. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I'm, hmm. Because like you guys have said already, I feel like mentally I'm, I am a kid. Hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of like a kid in a, in a, in a man's body. Um, so I think... I think I'd, I'll be a grown up. Why not? You know, because I still mentally, I still feel like I'm I'm still quite young at heart. Um, don't get me wrong; there are moments where I feel like a grumpy old fucker uh, and you know an old man. But generally speaking, I'm quite light hearted. So I'll go with the 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 man. All right, Dave. Yeah, kid, your whole life or an adult your whole life. I think Chris explained it perfectly, because yeah, mentally still twenty something. So you have the you get the best of both worlds. Then you can still think young, but you can do stuff like Chris said. You can go, you know, watch R-rated movies, go to pubs, do all sorts of stuff that you can't do as a kid. So I would put up with the grunting when I sit down and the tarantula leg coming out of my nose. And <laughs> yeah, be an adult. Be an adult. You know, it's so hard because I was just talking to some friends of ours about my uh, daughters when they were younger and involved in sports. They were mid to late teens and they could sit down and eat an entire pizza. They had, you know, zero size waists. They never put on an ounce of fat. They never had to worry about their health. They were always on the go. They had energy to last forever. They'd get over sickness like that. They could heal like that. Everything was just, and I look at them and I go, God, why can't I still have that? But I think you're right. I think there is something about acting like a kid in my head and still staying youthful at heart, but having the the years and the body of the adult. I mean, besides, then I could kick everyone's ass when I was in kindergarten because look how big I am. <laughs> and you're always being told what to do when you're a kid, aren't you? You know, that's the yeah. other thing. So I know I'm always telling my kids what to do. <laughs> they don't listen to me. Now, I will tell you this. My girls right now, because they're only at the start of adulthood, they say this all the time. Like, this has become a new adjective. I hate adulting. They want to go back to like, can I just go back to where you made the meals? You told me I had to go to school. You told me I had to do my homework, but I didn't have to like worry about bills. I didn't have to get up early for work. I didn't have, I had no other responsibilities and they think that that's cool right now. And I think maybe if, again, if I had been 20 years younger, I might say be a kid because I get to play all the time. Mm, Yeah. No, I kind of have gotten to the point where I've earned that if I want playtime, I can go do it, but I also have uh, responsibilities too. Mm. I don't know. It's not too bad. I, yeah. I can tell you the exact time, the exact moment I became a class as a grown up, or at least experienced it for the first time. Was it, there was a summer I'd finished school, um, and it, I knew I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, I was like, "Wow, <laughs> that's new." That happened way before that. No, I finished school in Whoa, it, my eye. <laughs> I finished school as in I. That was it. I was done with school. You know, done my exams and all that kind of stuff, and I, I wasn't going back. And um, my plan in my head and in practice 
for a few hours was to uh, just sit and play Super Nintendo all day and just, you know, I'd completed the game. I remember we got a workman in the house. We got somebody and he just was walking around, you know, doing a job. And I was just going, oh, I've just finished this game. Look at me. And then my mom came upstairs and says, right, took me to the job centre. And... Um, <laughs> She says you're not going to be playing that all day, and and that was it. That was that was my, that, you know, kind of. I say goodbye to my childhood to a certain degree, um, but yeah, that, there you go. All right, Dave. This one goes to you first, and I, I'm, I'm curious what you're going to say because I have no idea how I'm going to answer this just yet. Oh God! Would you rather have a cook or have a maid? Oh. I mean, you're married. Don't you have them both? Oh. Uh, ding, boom, oh. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I did not say that. <laughs> I, th- oh, that's a good one. Probably I'd have to go. I think a cook. I think a cook. And then, because then you could say whatever you wanted to eat, it could, it would be there. You could have that made you could be not as i'm extravagant in my food eating as tina can tell you um <laughs> yeah burger burger and chips the american food we've talked about this off air alan american food is is my heaven <laughs> give me give me anything american like that all the classic stuff so the cook wouldn't have a lot to do as far as i'm concerned but would have the work cut out with all the fancy stuff that tina likes to eat excellent Chris, what about you? Would you rather have a cook or a maid? Uh, definitely a cook. I agree with Dave on that one. I'm just thinking about all of the the interesting foods that we could try that would be on a menu. You know, we'd never get boring. There'd be so many different things that we could eat. Uh, a maid would be nice, but, you know, I'm, I can tidy up after myself. Uh, that's not a problem. But, yeah. Cooking is another thing. And and I'm, when I listen to you on the radio and you have your food talk Saturday, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, I was thinking about, oh, well, Alan, you, you sound like you, you're a good cook, you know, and you make nice food. I'd love to come to your place and you could cook me a nice, you know, m- meat-based product. <laughs> I'll bake your meat like you've never had it baked. <laughs> Uh, you know, I got to pound it first. Got to make it nice and tender. <laughs> you know, or, or you know, you've got the, the smoker or, or whatever it is. You know, in, in mm-hmm. your back garden, and you just smoke meat for hours, and then just watch it fall off the bone. Oh, it's that, that sounds mm. nice. Meat and bone and. <laughs> <laughs> well, needless to say, based on the fact that you do listen to the radio show that I do on Saturdays, I would pick having a maid. I hate straightening. I hate cleaning. I hate vacuuming. I hate dusting. I I think all of that is just such busy work that never accomplishes really anything productive, but I love to cook. I have been the cook in this house for as long as I've been in this house. I was the cook in my first marriage. I love cooking. I love, I, I don't bake. I wish I was better at desserts, but we don't eat a lot of desserts. I don't know how to do pies and cakes and things. I could probably figure it out. You name a meal. I'll make it. I love being in the kitchen. To me, if I spend three hours making a meal, I'm happy. I've, I've been happy for that three hours. I don't like doing laundry, folding clothes. To me, that's just such <laughs> stupid waste of my time. If I could pay someone to do it or have someone do it for me, hands down, I'd have a maid. Mm-hmm. By the way, you guys, when you come over, I will cook for you. <laughs> I will be your cook. <laughs> that sounds good. It does sound good. All right. Two more to go. Chris. Would you rather, on the back heels of that question of cook or maid, would you rather eat pizza 
or ice cream as the only food you could eat for all eternity. Oh, God. Um, so is it the same flavor ice cream on the same topping on pizza or can I mix it? I'm going to give the latitude of it can be any kind of pizza or any kind of ice cream. Basically, is it going to be a, a pizza or a, an ice cream for the rest of your life? What are you going to be OK eating forever? So, um, OK, just so happens that I went to an ice cream farm today. And um, I'm going to go with ice cream. Of course. <laughs> I know. What a coincidence. Um, but I, uh, th- th- there were so many different flavors of ice cream. I could have just had one of everything. So I'm going to go with ice cream. I love pizza, but I, you know, it is quite filling and quite, you know, kind of weighs you down after a bit. So I'm going to go with ice cream. All right. Dave, for eternity, pizza or ice cream? My decision is swayed because I've not been able to eat pizza for over a year now. So, mm. because cheese is one of the things I can't eat at the moment. So, I, I, yeah, pizza. Give me pizza and all the different toppings and the types that you can have. And, oh, the, the meats on it. I, oh, there's so much meat. I keep feeling, because we've kept talking about meat, the urge to reach <laughs> across and press the vegan alert button is too <laughs> strong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it have to be. I'm not a big dessert person anyway. So as much as I like ice cream, it's that's I only have it occasionally. Pizza, definitely. I'm with you, Dave. I'm not a big dessert person. I like it when we have it, but I don't need to have it every day. Mm. But I could eat all kinds of pizza, thin crust, thick crust, mm. hand rolled, pan- hand tossed, deep dish, Chicago style, New York style. <laughs> My God, I could eat the hell out of pizza. I want pizza now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. <laughs> All right. This one was directed direct for you, Dave, to wrap us up. Thinking about our grand poobah on the show. I'm thinking about the very first episode I ever listened to of 60MW, and I still have that weird sense of I'm actually now part of the team that I used to just listen to. And we can see you. We're, we're looking and at you. you. See, hey. <laughs> and you're like, turn it off. <laughs> Dave, would you rather... Have Rambo or the Terminator on your side? Ooh. <laughs> that depends what was going to happen. Are we, to- are we talking about- Just oh. in any, whatever, going forward, knowing that's your wingman, would you rather have John Rambo or the T-800? Considering I have John Rambo tattooed on me twice and have- a shitload of Rambo memorabilia and paraphernalia. I'd have to go with Rambo. I would have to. I was wondering if you would, if you would ditch. I, I okay. can't be unfaithful to Rambo. Can I? <laughs> no chance. Okay. Chris, who would you rather have by your side? Rambo or Terminator? Oh, that's kind of like, you know, who do you prefer? The, like Sly or Arnie, uh, in my opinion. Um, it's weird because like when I was gr- a kid growing up. No, it's not. It's not anything like well, it I didn't ask you <laughs> no, about no, the actor. No, no, but it's kind of, that's, how I'm, that's how I'm looking at it. Um, you know, it's, so yeah, oh, it's a toughie, isn't it? I mean, I'd, you wouldn't get a lot of conversation at Ramba, would you generally? Um <laughs> But, As opposed to the Terminator. No, I got it. Okay. Yeah, but the, 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 at least with the Terminator, <laughs> at least what Terminator 2 showed us was that, you know, you can you can teach it things and program it to sort of, you know, as 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 weird as it, it responds. Um, oh, God. 
Um, but then if you got fucked up, it'd just like stand out, wouldn't it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if it got hurt, um, uh, I'll. G- I do these questions, Dave, simply because I love hearing Chris try to talk himself into and out yeah. of everything multiple <laughs> it's times. It's torture. It's bloody torture. That's what it is. Oh. <laughs> 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 for a t- I, did you take us into the bathroom? You taking a dump? <laughs> oh, damn you. I'm going to go with the Terminator because it'd be cool to have a Terminator. <laughs> Cool. I have a Terminator. Sounds like a line from T2. (laughs) I would have to say, thinking this through, and I knew I wrote it for Dave specifically, but between the two, the Terminator, according to the character uh, Linda Hamilton, once it was programmed correctly, it would never stop protecting. It would never do anything to harm. It would be there all the time. It'd be the most reliable friend you could possibly have. And he can kick your ass and probably figure out most things anyway. I'm going with the Terminator. <gasps> Got to have the Terminator. You're both sacked. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been fun being on the last show ever. <laughs> so that is going to do it for this episode of The Ranch Show. But we have a few more housekeeping things to do. I'm trying to decide because, Chris, I usually go to you for the 60 MW. But since we have got the Grand Poobah joining us, Dave, if someone is listening, they're, they're a fan of other shows and they happen to listen to this for the very first time, this is just one of many offerings under the 60MW podcast umbrella. Why don't you take us through where people can learn a little bit more about the show? Yeah, if everybody goes to 60MW.co.uk, numerical 60, not alphabetical, everything is on there. All the different shows that we do, the links to our social media, Instagram, Twitter, which are at 60MW podcast. There's a world tour. I've just updated it over the last week with two photographs from the world tour. One from over in America, Alan, from Tennessee. One from Sweden that Frederick sent us. So I'd love to get more pins onto the World Tour map. Just go to the website, click on the World Tour on the top there. You can leave us a review. That's really easy to do. And another thing that you can do now, which only happened from yesterday or the day before, if you go to the website on a computer or a phone, a little button comes up that says Speak Pipe. You just click on it once and you can leave us a voice message up to 90 seconds long and we will play it on the shows and respond to it. And we've all that's like the open mic feature we have at the radio station where people can leave a message and you might find yourself on the air. That's awesome. We've already had two messages. So one of them is included in the latest uh, review roundup show that went online today. Episode 381. There's another message that we've had, which will be included in the August Decade of Decadence show. And it really is so easy. You know, even if you're on your phone, because most people access the internet on their phone nowadays, just go to the website on your phone. And if you go to one of the pages with a review on it or a podcast on it, you'll just see on the side a little orange button that says Speak Pipe. Click on it. You've got 90 seconds to leave us a message. It'd be great. That is an incredible feature. I am so glad you added that. We need to make sure we add that to now all of our closing messages and see if we can get people to take a few seconds to leave us mm. their thoughts on. Like even this episode, if you're listening right now. What did you like? Did you play the? Did you play Would You Rather? Do you want to weigh in on any of the things we griped about today? That would be so exactly. cool. Exactly. And if if you you've got a message or a comment or a question for any specific show, just say in your message and it'll be played and answered on that specific show. I'll make sure that whoever's hosting the show gets the messages and you can do with what you want and always respond. Always respond to anything. Excellent. Before I go to Chris, if somebody wants to get in touch with either you via the podcast or any other social media, how do they do it? 
Yeah, I I used to have Twitter and Instagram and everything that was my own. I have nothing. Everything's to do with the with the podcast. So if you want to leave me a message, it's still at 60MW Podcast on Twitter. That's the best way. Or send us an email, contact at 60MW.co.uk. Chris, somebody was listening and saying you are so damn neurotic. I'm going to try to help you. How do they get in touch with you? <laughs> uh, I'm on Twitter at DastardlyJabby. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to get in touch with me on Twitter, then that's the way to do it. And you can find me at Alan J. Sanders on Twitter, though that is my uh, my day job is news talk and radio. So be, be advised. I use that for a lot more than just fun. You can also find me on a couple of cultural driven podcasts. Uh, besides this one, I actually want run one with my buddy Walt called The Wilder Ride, which has to do with either the movies of Gene Wilder or interviewing fun people. We try to go apolitical on that. And my wife and I started a podcast this year about more about relationships, families, especially blended families. We call it the Marriage Fit Podcast. Those are always fun. But you can reach out to me at any of those uh, podcasts, or you can reach out to me via Dave at the 60MW, as he said. Or if you want to take a chance directly with me, it's at Alan J. Sanders, or just look for The Alan Sanders Show. All right, guys, thank you so much for spending time with me on this month's rant show. It's been awesome. It's been so good. It's been good. Yeah. Like I said, so nice to, uh, to see you, to see you over there, mate. It's been cool. Guys who are listening, you're tuned in right now. Take a second to rate and review. If you've got whatever podcatcher you're listening on, take the second to then share. Put it on social media. Help us spread the word to as many other people. We do this for the love of it. There's not a lot of money made, but there is expenses. But you can help us grow that audience, and we really appreciate it. And if you do have a dime or two to spare, you want to help support the show, you can head over to 60MW Podcast and buy us a cup of coffee correct yes and they added a feature that i only found out about the other day uh well one good thing is that used to be the minimum amount was three pound which was a pain in the ass the minimum amount is a pound but you can also you can make it monthly if you want to there's a monthly button on there so that is so cool yeah folks and and again everybody's different but if you have the option you feel like you've gotten your worth of entertainment throwing a few dollars the way of the podcast helps to keep the lights on and we would really appreciate it Everybody have a wonderful rest of your day. And if you've got a rant that's bugging you, send us a note ahead of time. We might just include it as a discussion point the very next time you tune in to 60MW Podcast and The Rant Show. You there? Fucking hell. I hear, I hear you. Yes, I can hear you. Hello. Okay. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Jesus Christ, fucking computers. I'm saving the picture you sent of the Apple load screen because I can make out your ghostly apparition in the in the monitor and it looks like a haunted monitor. <laughs> I nearly it's great. I nearly threw the phone at the fucking computer then. <laughs> oh my oh, god. I feel left I'm left out. Oh I have to get a, a camera. I'm surprised you don't have one. I, it took me forever to get one. Yeah, never really bothered with them. I've, uh, to be fair, I have got one. It's very old, though. It's a 720p camera. That's how old it is, do you know what I mean? So, but um, it's in the lot. It's hidden. It's not. It's hidden in the bedroom, dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Kay doesn't know a thing about it. I am so sorry for the delay. I did not expect us to start late. That is totally my fault. I lost track of time after I got home from the radio and was trying to eat a little lunch this late, so. That's all right. My rant's about Americans and their timekeeping, so. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs>
Deservedly so. <laughs> <laughs> I might join you. <laughs> Yeah, and then I went for an eight-mile run earlier. So, yeah, I'm fine. Eight-mile run. You know what? I'm not impressed anymore with you. That that used to impress me. <laughs> I did 17- Your eight miles is like me walking to the front of the subdivision. I, you know, I... <laughs> I did 17 and a half on Sunday. I, didn't, I, I thought I was expecting more of a reaction from my bloody nipples. You, didn't you see the picture? I thought it was fake. No, no, that was real. That was real. Okay, understand the group. <laughs> and the fact that you put a t-shirt with bloody nipples, I was like, okay, good, caught me. I didn't know that was for real, dude. That is for real, yeah. Very sore. Look- Why would you run if your nipples go raw yeah. in your shirt? Well, I was, I was, uh, you know, 10 miles in, I thought, I'm not going to stop now, so. And by the way, what kind of fabric softener do you guys not have there? <laughs> yeah. I need to get Kay to, you know, rough them up a bit, you know. Get- Hi, I run in burlap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hold on. Did you hear that? My dog just barked. Okay. Did you, all right. did you understand so, what he said? <laughs> Wait. She's like, fucking feed me, all right? Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Dave, thank you for staying up so late. I apologize for the delayed start. It was my fault. That's okay. It's fine. I'm on holiday. That's all right. That's good. I'm making the, mo- know, I'm making the most of, of, of being a grown-up and staying up late. <laughs> I get to stay up at any time I want. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's telling me to go to bed. Damn it. Uh-huh.